Certainly, I can do that, Olivia said, forcing her pleasant smile to stay in place. Beginning the middle of January. Good, said the general manager. I hear you decided to hire that bodyguard we got for you. No new stalker, I hope. Not that we're aware of. The crazy would-be assassin had been deemed unfit for trial. Knowing he was off the streets should have made her feel better, but it hadn't. Nate's proved a useful research assistant. He's got good instincts. Is it going to be a problem for him with all this traveling you'll be doing? Not since he decided to marry my personal assistant. Olivia had actually hired his fiancée first, but she didn't mention that. Another one with good instincts. They will both be with me. Excellent. The general manager gave her his typical plastic smile and stood. Olivia rose and shook his hand. After the difficult contract negotiations, she had known something was coming. Give some, get some. This was her give some. A huge tour around the country that would span four months. Three weeks on and one off. Meaning she would only get to sleep in her own bed one week out of four. She hated the idea of traveling so much. Michaela was waiting for her when Olivia reached her office. The young woman had been an excellent addition to the staff. Good thing they got along so well, especially since she and Nate had gotten married on New Year's Eve. Olivia hadn't ever felt safe in her old apartment again. The stalker had found out where she lived, had marked the place. Even now, with him in custody, she hadn't been able to shake her unease there. When Nate had announced his engagement... Olivia had decided it was time to move. The pair had become an integral part of her staff and lived with her. They needed some space of their own. Michaela followed her into the apartment office and closed the door behind them. You're going to love the news, Olivia said. We're going on tour? Michaela clapped her hands, unable to suppress a little squeal of delight. Olivia smiled at the young woman's enthusiasm and gave her a list of things to do. Hopefully the network would get its money's worth. The research needed for all the local interviews would keep Olivia's entire staff busy. She would need Jose, for sure. Olivia went to work. By the time her phone vibrated, indicating a text message from Yori, she was ready for a break. Got a minute? She opened her browser. That was fast, he said when his picture came on her screen. Every time she saw him, he looked different. Travel-weary, dressed up for a date, Today, his fair hair was pulled back in a ponytail but with loose strands falling out. He must have been painting because his black t-shirt had random splashes of color, and his face had a few smears, too. Yori's scar seemed more pronounced than it had at the restaurant. Did it just look darker when he was tired? There were deep circles under his eyes. I needed a break anyway, she said. Looks like you're working. What's that behind you? She couldn't see well enough to make out anything but vibrant colors. Lots of red. Yori's eyes widened and he mumbled something in Finnish. Olivia was sure his ears went pink. He darted a glance behind him before shifting the camera away. Why would he hide the painting? He scooted in front of the camera again and tried to look as though nothing had happened. Olivia gave him a flat look but didn't challenge him on it. If you're calling about Anna's school, she began. No, I know that it has to go through probate, which takes time. Yori brushed a strand of hair from his cheek. Brent signed me up for another round of shows. He wants a bigger variety of subjects, so I'll be traveling until summer. I was just wondering if you or your staff could suggest somewhere to stay in Montana. Montana? 
Olivia tapped into her tablet and accessed the catamaran file. As in Lewiston? Yuri growled something again Olivia couldn't understand, but she guessed he had cursed again. She bit back a smile. She loved surprising him into doing that. Now if she could just figure out what he was saying, 